Sports Stance. Hey everyone, and welcome to the Sports Stance. I'm your host, Greg, and with me, he's kind of acting like a child already, so this is going to be an interesting show before it even gets started. It's Paul, everybody. Paul, how you doing? Did you just call me a child? I mean, if the shoe fits. Is that, how, is that the, the saying? The glove fits? Um, if the glove fits, you must acquit. He was in sports. We can talk about it. <laughs> yeah, let's let's just randomly talk about the OJ trial at the beginning of the show. He ran a lot from airports, too. Do you, think, do you think it affected his playing career? Killing he was people? already retired. <laughs> oh, yeah, probably not. It probably did, because God knows what he did before that. Is it shocking he went to jail for the fact that he assaulted somebody that had his memorabilia and not for murders? Um, I think... They had to get him on something. I think they would have got him for jaywalking if they could have. Well, so, didn't he go to Las Vegas and have a gun in a hotel room? Yeah, that's when he committed the assault. Yeah, so there he goes. He's out now, right? Yeah, he's out and about doing fantasy football, like streams, talking about that all the time. Um, it's kind of interesting. Well, but it's tough to wheel around killing people. When you think about it, <clears throat> the, the court system basically pulled a sports move where the refs make a bad call and then they try to make up for it later in the game. So like the court system made a, made a bad call <laughs> and freedom on killing people. But then they were like, oh, my God, we get a second chance. You know what? You're going to go away for like 20 years because you punched a dude and you had a gun in your hand. OK, so he kills people and doesn't go to jail. And Martha Stewart goes to jail. What's wrong with this world? A lot. But we can't get into that because we're a sports podcast and that's not what people are here for. So enough OJ talk. OK. Let's get into the and pandemic the way, talk. I'm doing great. <laughs> oh, oh, that's good. I'm glad to hear. Since we're not going to talk about court systems and jails, let's talk about fun other things like the global pandemic and how it's affecting the NFL because we have more positive tests, not from the Titans, but from the Patriots, the Chiefs, the Raiders. I mean, passing Paul, a COVID test in the NFL is harder than Chinese algebra. <laughs> I was going to say passing a COVID test in the NFL. Uh, is, I don't know. There's only been a few, so it's really not that bad. There's only been like a handful. When you think about how big the NFL is, not and that bad. Cover, and the expectations of social distancing. In the whole grand scheme of things, not so bad. The Titans, as you know, had two days of back-to-back negative days, so they can potentially open up their facilities tomorrow. How many guys they can actually have to field a team and all of that, still yet to be determined. But I'm pretty sure the NFL will try however hard they can to get the game against Buffalo this weekend to happen. What do you think? Well, I think it's going to because based on this past weekend's game, it's like, okay, quick, get on the plane and get there. We're having a game. Yeah. (laughs) They're doing everything they can not to extend this season. They are. And, I mean, we saw how that played out. Your beloved Patriots have been struck by the COVID. Hey, for all of those fans that wondered what it would be like with Hoyer and Stidham. Not good. I think a million dollar investment in Cam Newton was a very good investment. Yeah, not it was not a pretty sight, and we'll touch on that in a little bit. Okay. Because that game was god awful for a oh. Patriots perspective. But perfect example, like you said, they threw guys on a plane after they all tested negative. Lo and behold, news Wednesday morning. Stephen Gilmore, Defensive Player of the Year, positive for COVID, which means he had it most likely when they played the game against the Chiefs. And the worst thing is, Paul, at the end of the game, there is a photo of him face-to-face, no masks, nothing, talking to Patrick Mahomes, the new face of the NFL. So Stephen Gilmore gave COVID to Patrick Mahomes and he has to miss a game or two. That might just start a rivalry between the Chiefs and the Patriots that we didn't know could get any more intense than it was well i think um i don't know if it would i don't know if the team has anything to do with the players at the end of the game hanging out but how about prior to what yeah. about what are the people doing what are they doing that they're infecting each other well cam newton basically said he doesn't really under, know how he contracted it he had been taking precautions he seems to have been trying to take care of himself and keep to himself as much as possible so we didn't get to see the newtster, 
as you like to call them. The Newtster. Against the Chiefs. But this is concerning now, considering the fact that they had a player who had the disease or the virus playing a game lined up against other guys. So we'll see. The Chiefs so far have not had any positive tests. But as you can see, Cam Newton tested positive Friday night. This took until Wednesday for Gilmore's to show up positive. So there's an incubation period of when it's going to show up. Yeah, 5 to 14, right? Yeah, I think it's something like that. Which also I brings you back to the NFL's idea of one players can come back from it. The whole, if you test negative after twice. Like, like twice and then five days later, you can come back. I feel like it's still a bit of Or is it, is it? Like realistically, Cam Newton could play this weekend. Pardon? Like realistically, based on the rules, Cam Newton could play this weekend if he wanted to, if he was did all that protocol. So he's asymptomatic. So he's got it, but it's not causing him any any symptoms. Doesn't mean it won't cause any issues for other people, though. So that's where this all so gets iffy. Is not only across the line from somebody, but he's alongside somebody. So and tackling. So they're getting that giant Q-tip up their nose. Everybody, they get it every day, right? Anyway. Uh, I want to say every day or every other day, something like that. Except well, the Patriots that. got it every day because right. of Cam Newton. So they had to so, make sure. I think it's they took two planes, right? 20 guys that had contact with Newton took one plane and the rest of the team took the other plane. But then when it came to game time, they were all in the same locker room. They were all on the same sideline. <laughs> yeah. I know they were outside and that makes a huge difference apparently, but still it's going to be interesting. I, I don't really know how, if more cases pop up, how they handle this situation. I don't know if like, if there's a worst case scenario, Paul, what do you think might be a solution for the NFL to move forward? If, for some reason, the Patriots, Chiefs, uh, Raiders all have m- multiple guys break out because you can't just keep being like, okay, well, you guys get bye weeks this week and sh- shift everything. So other than if, if we keep doing what we're doing, um, it's not going to work because eventually Roger Goodell is deciding who wins and loses, right? Yeah, they said okay, like if, if people you're don't... playing Monday night, even though your quarterback rides a tricycle and – you can't do that. You got to well, shut it down. Something about um, if they find out you weren't taking proper procedures, they might just make you forfeit games, which also I feel like one guy not following procedure, making the rest of the 51 other guys on the team taking loss for that reason seems ridiculous. That's a lot of peer pressure. And yeah. you're right. You're going to take an entire organization to forfeit because one guy can't keep his mask on and stay away. Yeah. I think it's a it's a it's a creative void and hit the pause button for two weeks. Now, during that two weeks, it could be total mayhem. Now guys are gonna get out of shape, the routine goes. It's just like having a bye week without practice. You shut it down and you come back in two weeks. But during that two weeks you shut down, that 14 days, everybody keeps getting tested. Does that work? Because if you if you're not going to contract it amongst each other at the field and you're out and about you gotta you gotta stay home right you gotta do what yeah. most people have been doing for the last seven months not a lot to ask but i think if we continue the way we're doing it roger goodell is playing a giant game of stratego and deciding who's playing what when where and how and without who that isn't any way to play well, no, a game because even as you saw with the chiefs having to play monday night they played back-to-back monday nights so you get a full week there, but then they go to a Sunday night to a Thursday night. So they technically play three games in a 10 or 11 day span, which is not good for players. That's like barely minimum time to recover. And if they have a few guys go out with COVID, that's even less guys that they have to work with and bring into the mix to get things in a game plan ready and all of that fun stuff. So it'll be interesting. I do think you're right. Worst case scenario probably is they have to hit a pause button. Take the two weeks, figure it out if they have to. That's if, obviously if more cases keep presenting themselves and it gets that much harder to shift and change here and there. Because like if the Titans have it happen again, they don't. Ha- they had their bye week move. They've already had that all shifted around. They can't keep changing their bye week without weeks getting added onto the season. So a lot to see, but 
I think if it got really bad, the two-week layoff would be what could help save the season because guys would have to treat it like a bye week. And then hopefully things can get back in order because the other option is at a certain point in the season, you cut off and you kind of have a playoff mark and you take the top teams still competing, maybe kind of like the NHL did. You do a round robin, you create a playoff, and you have a bubble system some way, somehow, that kind of works. To keep going as they're going isn't working for anybody. It's just not. Um, It did work in New England because their fans got to see what would have happened if they didn't have the Cam Newton move. So good for Cam Newton, bad for the Patriots. But these guys, there's all these teams, all out in public, no bubble. It's, I promise to do my best to be on good behavior and social distance and wash my hands. 99% Uh, of the league has, so far at least. Yep. And if it rears its ugly head and a few teams get it, you said it, right? You take your bye week. How many times can you move that? And if you move one, you got to move somebody else's. There's always a, an opposite side. Mm-hmm. So I, I think rather than keep doing that, the best thing you can do is hit the pause button. Two weeks, everybody tests still. Hey, it's the same game. If you were going to play the Titans this Saturday, Sunday, you're going to play the Titans two Sundays from now. And you can watch all the games. You can watch film. You can have Teams meetings. You can have Zoom meetings, whatever you have to have. Mm-hmm. But you're not going to get together. Because no. that's the way it's going to be. No, that's a, and that's exactly it. You'd have to make sure you take the proper precautions to get back to where you were week one, where nobody had it, everything was good, and then hopefully you get that reset and you move forward. That's obviously worst case scenario. Right now, we are not at that point. So far, it's on a small number of people. We'll see if, where it goes in the next few days, especially with the Patriots now having Stephen Gilmore, who is a guy that's around other players because he's a starter. We'll see what happens there. We'll see if Patrick Mahomes contracts it. Who knows? I mean, it's it's a ongo- it's everybody's learning at the same time. Like nobody really knows how to deal with this. You saw the NBA had to do a bubble. The NHL did a bubble. The MLB didn't, but they kind of did because players traveling had to kind of stay at the hotel. They didn't get to really do anything. So it's not like right. they had a bubble but didn't. That makes sense. It was really only when they were home that you had to kind of worry about. I feel like. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see where it goes from here. I, the hey, NFL I can't know. cancel the season. Plain and simple. There's too much money at risk for them to oh, bail sure. out now. Oh, advertising. So I did watch um, Bill Belichick had an N95 mask under his Patriots mask, under his, his cloth mask. And I I just every highlight was talking about COVID and, and um, oh, God, um, Seattle, um, the coach. Oh, he's Pete been fi- twice. B. Carroll's not. I, what? Oh, yeah. Is John Gruden, it? tons of coaches. They all like have the mask what? on, but it's on their neck. Like they just don't care. I did watch when when the when the play happened. There was a fumble that we should have thrown in a, a replay. Um, take a look at it. Flag. Bill Belichick pulled his mask down, and he, I thought his veins were going to pop out of his ears. He was screaming, screaming yeah. bloody murder. And then he put it right of- back on. I do find it funny when like the coaches and things have done that. I noticed in one of the games, the coach had his mask on and went up to the player and pulled it down at the end of the game to talk to him and like say something into his ear. I was like, even with the the mask on, even with the mask on, he could still hear you. Like there's, there's nothing that affects. If it does, you need to enunciate and project your voice more clearly. Right. Not take your mask off. Yeah. It, it, I was like, this is, anybody that takes the point. in public, in front of everybody watching, is an idiot. Oh, yeah, is that so? <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. That's how I feel. All those coaches, those All leaders, All leaders of teams. Yep. yep. Of their, you almost could say of like their own little team nation. Yeah, team nation. That's it. Yeah. That's it. They probably Besides, ride in their planes or helicopters without their mask. Who knows? Who knows? But so besides the fun COVID talk, 
let's get into our must watch from last week or must don't watch and lock it in from last week paul i'm almost positive this week you've come prepared to talk about last week you've remembered you gave me the good inclination that you remembered who you chose and actually yeah. paid attention to scores and things to talk about a little bit of what you saw in your picks so i was so excited on my must watch you were yeah let's talk about your must watch the Chiefs and the Patriots. Now, you must, even you said, hey, that would be a good game. Mahomes it would be. Would have been a great game. Then, you know, COVID. So it was hard to watch. It was painful to watch. How many? Six interceptions? Five interceptions? Doesn't matter. It was a disaster. I think it was like three interceptions and a fumble. Oh, plus the, well, the sack to end the second the second quarter when you all you need to do is throw it away to kick the get to field goal that would have tied it. Um, I'm not gonna yeah. lie, Chiefs looked bad. Bill had a, Bill had a game plan. Yep, they were bad. If Cam Newton was in that game, they would have had a chance to win. They would have probably. I don't want to say it, but they probably would have won. It took Andy Reid wow. until the fourth end of the third quarter to kind of figure things out, but no, he. I saw the stat that popped up that made me go, okay, that's impressive. I'll give Bill credit there. Patrick Mahomes has been held without a touchdown in the first half two times only before the game on Monday night. Both of the times were also against the Patriots. That's and impressive. Knows it. And that's in his head. If yeah. we had our offense, I mean, I thought the team is played well. We just couldn't get that ball, you know, Usually, if you like to throw it to a guy wearing the same color uniform as you. <laughs> well, even when they did, that guy dropped it and had to go through his hands for a touchdown interception. Yep. So Julian Edelman gets some blame there, too. Yeah, no, it was yep. your must watch was lined up to be a good game until Friday. Ooh, how ugly. And then they were like, we're not going to even put Stidman, who was going to be our starter before we signed Cam. We're going to play Hoyer. And they're like, okay, well, that's weird. And then you watch it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then you're like, why? Why did you play Hoyer? And they're like, oh, can Julian Edelman That's still throw? Because I know he's like the emergency quarterback. <laughs> it was not you know, pretty. It would have been. You could have said, hey, he's not even quarterback. But these two, that's what they want to do. They're aspiring. Yes. Now, my must watch from last week was my joke pick, which was the Falcons and Packers. And that sadly, the Falcons did not blow a major lead. Instead, they were riddled with injuries. Their defense was basically seventh-string defensive backs and safeties. And Aaron Rodgers did Aaron Rodgers things and took care of business against them. So that was clearly a don't watch. It was a joke of let's see if the Falcons blow it again. But we'll move on to my don't watch of the week before we get to yours, Paul, which was the Jags and Bengals, which wasn't actually a bad game. Joe Burrow got his first one as a rookie, so that was pretty good. But, yeah, I mean, overall, it wasn't like anything that made me go, oh, man, I really wish I actually tuned into that. It, it wasn't that type of captivating thing based on the highlights and everything I saw. Well, <laughs> my my prediction didn't let me down on the, uh, on the, on the don't. <laughs> so the Giants were in. Boring game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And the Giants didn't they did suck they did suck that's right you said i'm picking the giants last week to not watch because they suck you couldn't have hit the nail on the head any more than that i believe they i did call them the new jersey giants which i am going to do the new jersey jets and the new jersey giants for the rest of my life but and the rest of these know, shows apparently yeah it yes absolutely when we're not wait, out, out of football season i won't talk about them oh that's good I'm, i appreciate that I, i'm sure you'll still find a way to nudge that in some way somehow True, just like kind of the moon landing. But anyway, go ahead. Oh, yeah, there we go. So, yes, the Giants did suck. And then, Paul, what was your lock of the week? Because I feel like you have some gloating to do. So the Saints over the Lions covering the spread. And this boy's on fire. You are. You. I think it's two in a row now. You are back-to-back weeks locking it in. I don't know if I get too much credit because I, uh, I did pick. If the Patriots game was staffed correctly, I would have had a good game. But, oof. So that that how bad they played really puts a, a knock on on my good pick. <laughs> yeah, but your good pick, at least if people listen to, made the money. There you go. 
just like my good pick because I picked to lock it in that the Browns would outright win against the Cowboys. And oh, what did they do? Dem boys got beat. Dem boys in Dallas got whooped up and down. Couldn't stop the run. Couldn't stop the pass. Couldn't do anything. They're going to do Jack Shiel. So Dallas is your least favorite team? Yeah. They're my least least favorite fan and least favorite team. Yeah. So it makes it even better. Because watching the Cowboys lose and then watching Skip Bayless try to like (laughs) defend it or just get sulky and mad and it makes it all that much better. And then to cap it off, the Eagles winning on Sunday Night Football somehow, some way, <laughs> made it even that sweeter. They almost blew it at the end. I'm not going to lie. They almost blew it. I'm sh- kind of shocked they didn't. But now they sit atop of the NFC East with a staggering record of one win, two losses, and one tie. Let's go. Super Bowl champs. Here we go. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And, you know, you, you think Wentz was the one, like a one-man show. <laughs> He was. Uh, the best comment of the night, if you missed it, was by the wide receiver. I think his name was Fulgram. I'm not really sure. I've never seen the guy's name before in my life, and I actually follow closely of who's on the Eagles. It was like watching a Red Sox game for Eagles offense. Uh, Wentz had a nice deep pass, touchdown pass, and after the game, they talked to the guy about it, and he goes, I actually didn't even know when the ball was coming to me. I looked up didn't know it was there. And then all of a sudden I saw it and it was in my hands and then I scored <laughs> like that makes you feel really confident <laughs> moving forward. Like oh boy, the Eagles offense is terrible right now. They have nobody. The Dallas offense is actually really good. Dak Prescott is the top passer in the NFL. The bad thing is he tends to be the top passer when they're down by 30 points and need to keep throwing to win the game. <laughs> so he has the most inflated stats also in the NFL. <laughs> I think you could talk about this loss by Dallas for two hours. Cause oh, you could. love. They gave up 300 yards rushing. The Browns best running back was hurt after like the second quarter. So they were playing backup running backs who were still shredding their defense. Their secondary couldn't stop Odell Beckham jr. It, it was lovely to watch. It really was. And, and you got to watch your Eagles win. So good weekend for you. It was a good weekend good. for me. I, I enjoyed it. Let's get into this week's, though, must watch, don't watch, and lock it in. Because this is our easiest way to kind of talk around the NFL and get it in. We recap kind of, we recap at least like six or seven games when we do that. So right. it works. Forecast the rest. Let's, let's start with you, Paul. What is your must watch for the week? Must watch is two undefeated teams. And one of them is the Titans. One of them is the Bills. One's coming back from COVID. One is on fire, right? Who'd have thought the Bills would be on fire? Josh Allen, MVP candidate. It's weird to think and say. Well, a lot of weird things are happening in sports this year. And by the way, I guess I'll give you my final comment on sports is, eh, 2020 sports? Was it really? But anyway. I like it. I mean, I like this smashed all into like a three-month span. I'm not getting any sleep, but that's okay. (laughs) You know, they could do football condensed. They could do soccer after that. I mean, they could get more sports in. They could. Think of Shorten the seasons and get more sports on. Yeah, I like your must-watch. One, undefeated teams. Somebody's got to lose, so that's always a good thing. Josh Allen has been red hot. The Titans are coming off technically a bye week, but it also is going to give us a look at if a team is hit by COVID like they were, how are they bouncing back? How are they going to look? Like, will this somehow benefit them? or hurt them. So that'll be interesting to watch actually, because we and also the kicker is, they get it asymptomatic. A lot of, a lot of really healthy, like in shape people do get it asymptomatic, which they're lucky if they do, because there are also those who are in shape and healthy that don't get so lucky. Right. And, and somehow, the kicker is, and somehow uninshaped people tend to kick it somehow in five days. People that are overweight. Yeah, like, but if they have access to good things, good for them. They're lucky in yep. that sense. Most don't. So yeah, these guys you got to keep them at bay because right, they're going to infect somebody else. If you if you if you don't social distance and you take off your mask, you could. There's a whole staff around you you could infect. Yeah, and then and that's they what can happened. Inf- 
So we'll see what happens with the Titans. If the game actually gets played, that'll be a definitely must watch. I think most people actually have their eyes on that game because of mainly the COVID situation, but again, two undefeated teams. So that'll be a good one to watch. My must watch of the week. I'm bringing the Browns back again. Not as I lock, but as my must watch because the Browns are usually a joke. They're three and one this year and they're facing the Indianapolis Colts who were also three and one this year. Both teams have looked pretty decent. So it'll be they're interesting the, to see. Say that again. They're the Tampa Bay of football. They're the Tampa Bay of football. Okay. Um, we can talk about Tom Brady if you want. I know you love it right now. Through five touchdown passes. He's looking phenomenal. Thursday night football. He's going to look really good. I mean, he's going to look phenomenal. Who knows what will happen against Chicago. But I have, I have faith in him over Big Dick Nick. But that's another thing. It's a whole other thing. My must-watch, Browns, Colts. They're both 3-1. and one. I think it's going to be a good matchup. Both teams have decent offenses, but nothing like that makes you go, wow, unless you're playing Dallas, because then clearly you look like you're the greatest team ever, like Cleveland did. But both have decent defenses. Miles Garrett is definitely a front-runner for Defensive Player of the Year. And the Colts overall, their defense has been pr- playing very well. So I think if you're... If you don't care about seeing the greatest people, like if you're like into Phillip Rivers and Baker Mayfield as your top two quarterbacks to watch, it's still not going to be a bad game. It's not going to be a game that you're like edge of your seat the whole time, I don't think. But for a casual fan that likes to watch multiple games, I think that'll be a good one. Well, I got a don't watch. Oh, okay. Out of sheer boredom. Really, it's going to be one of unless you're a Panthers or Falcons fan, nobody's tuning into the Panthers Falcons. Yeah, it's going I didn't on. See it happening. It's happening if you're a fan, but nobody's you know getting getting you're, the Dish Network. You're checking your game. fantasy team just to see what's happening for your players that you have there. Oh, that's you're right. Can't be in the stadium. Nobody's tailgating. This proves that most people go to the game to tailgate, and that's half being a fan, but. They'll watch. No one else will. Yeah, I I agree with you there. I don't see it happening, especially after seeing the Falcons' performance on Monday night with how injured they are. Julio Jones is a questionable person after not being able to play the second half. He's not a questionable person. He's a questionable to play. I don't know if he's a questionable person. He might be. I I don't know. I don't know him personally. But, yeah, no, I'm definitely not going to probably be checking that out. Just like I won't be checking out the Cardinals versus the New Jersey Jets. Ooh, 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 I, I got you. I won you over. Isn't it true, though? <laughs> it, I mean, true. I grew up in New Jersey. I know it's true. It never made sense to me until, like, I was 12, and I was like, I don't understand how this works. Like, explain. They're like, oh, well, they pay New York a ton of money, or New York pays the bill. I don't know. How it works, they're technically the New York New York Jets, but we'll call them the New Jersey Jets because it's our show and we can do what we want. The Cardinals defense, not so great. You got what? All those the New Jersey the New Jersey Jets played at Giant Stadium. <laughs> yeah, that was also weird. My little brother wants to be a football player someday, but we're gonna call them the New Jersey Jets and they can play it. <laughs> Yeah, so that game, I don't see it being exciting. Sam Darnold was just announced he's not going to be playing. Joe Flacco is. So while we'll have an elite quarterback in Joe Flacco playing, you know, because he's 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 elite, Paul. Yeah. Yeah. We'll also have Kyler Murray, who is truly elite on the Cardinals side, but both teams are banged up. The Jets just haven't looked good at all. And the Cardinals aren't a team that grab you and go, hey, you're going to want to watch us play, at least not yet. And, and you know, it is the Jets. I, yes. you know. <laughs> it is the Jets. You have to be a wild Jets fan to want to watch the Jets. The Jets have, like, nobody. It's really kind of sad. <laughs> but then moving on, we have our locks for the week. I will go first with this one. I'm going to be a homer this week, Paul. I'm going to go with the Eagles. And I'm going to take the points because Pittsburgh is a seven-point favorite. I don't necessarily think the Eagles win, but I think they, they keep it close and under a touchdown. That's my lock for the week. Paul, what do you got? 
I have Seattle over the Vikings covering the seven-point spread. Who's going to yeah. stop Russell Wilson and his wide receivers? I mean, nobody. If if you're playing fantasy football, I mean, that's that should just be our in your fantasy for the week because I don't have anything for that. So in your fantasy, Russell Wilson and his <laughs> wide receivers. There you go. There Takes you go. It all. Takes so, the prize. That's true. I mean, he's been red hot. I did a poll. We did. I did a poll. We at the sports dance did a poll. Let's make it sound like we're a lot more people than just you and I. Hey, keep answering those phones over there. Yeah, exactly. Hey, did you get my coffee? Sorry, I had to talk to the intern. Anyway, did a poll online saying who was the MVP so far this season? Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, uh, Josh Allen, or the dark horse, Andy Reid's face mask. <laughs> is it a cheeseburger just asking <laughs> no he can't get that under the face mask but the fact that the thing doesn't fog up anymore i don't know how he does it it's magic but the poll came out aaron Rodgers eked out russell wilson so far in people's minds but it was very close it was like 43 percent to 39 percent. so very close there with josh allen and andrew reed's face mask pulling up the rear but no those two quarterbacks have definitely been the hottest russell wilson Still playing phenomenal. Kind of a down week against Miami. But the Vikings also not a huge, scary defensive team right now. They haven't looked that great this year. Excuse me. This burp there. That was my bad. I tried to block it. you have a burp button? I don't have a burp button. We should get a burp button. Uh, DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, though, both should have good weeks. Bounce back weeks from kind of a down weeks for both of them. So that's our In Your Fantasy. That was easy. But, Paul, before we move on to our next part, the NBA Finals, I'm going to tell you something. We've got sports back pretty much every day now, and if you want to support the 12-ounce sports team, there's an easy way to get in on the action. 12-ounce sports is going to hook you up with a crazy deal when you sign up and make your first deposit on MyBookie. That's MyBookie.ag. When you make that first deposit, they'll match your first deposit up to $1,000 when you punch in the promo code 12OUNCESPORTS. That's one, two, OZ sports, all caps, no spaces when signing up on my bookie to get your deposit matched up to a thousand dollars. Remember always gamble responsibly because if you don't Paul, you might, you might, you might lose your house. I don't know. You could lose your house. You could get muted for life. You just don't know. You might get muted and people might never talk to you again. (laughs) I lose my car keys. I run out of gas. Yeah. Gamble, you know, you, you can't gamble. You you're you play the lottery, and that's like about the scariest thing you do. I'll be the guy that gets struck by lightning twice. I mean, try to make some money off of it. Maybe you could become like a superhero or a villain. Ooh, I could be like, I don't know, what do you call that? Shocking. <laughs> All right, we're gonna keep the creating nicknames of superheroes and villains to me, apparently. Okay. Who's that? That's shocking. That's shocking person. <laughs> not even That's... shocker. Not even like it... anything that implies you're a person. Bolt? Lightning? I don't know. Oh, no. Yeah, well... I'm not creative. No, it's okay. Well, <laughs> I don't even know what to say. We're going to move on to the NBA Finals stuff, though. As you know, game four, the other night, the Lakers won it again. The main difference was Bam Adebayo came back. Paul, what was your takeaway so far of the series? You, I, th- I forget what you said. I think you said it was going to go six games. I said five. You did say five? I think we both agree. I think I thought it was going to be a say, sweep. I said five. And I said if LeBron and Anthony showed up and played the way they need to play, and you laughed at me and said, LeBron and Anthony, really? Yeah, I did. Uh, I said, you know, I'm not going to say LeBron James. and. So LeBron and Anthony are showing up and they're playing. They are. <laughs> and they are, I still say five and this is it. This is going to be the big one. You think so? Friday's going to be the big one? Yeah. Well, you know, you can't let it go. You, they have got to play their lives like their lives depend on it. And in COVID, it does. Hey, if they win, they get the heck out. They do. That's true. They do kind of seem to, I feel like the videos they showed during the finals, though, it looks like they're all very much having a good time in the bubble, at least. Y'all seem to be having some fun. Family. When the families come in, they have to stay, right? I think so. I forget how it works. I forget if you're like you're limited or what it is. So who knows? But the Lakers are up three one. 
They seem to kind of have the whole series in the bag. Do you think now that at least he has a game under his belt, Bam Adebayo makes any sort of difference in game five? I know he his game four performance wasn't what people probably were hoping from him, but. Um, somewhat, but I think about this as everybody's going in there and they're playing up a level. You got LeBron James, who is going to drive the performance of that team to a level it's got to be at to win, and they're going to win. I, yeah, he'll make a little bit of a difference coming back. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I don't see them winning. I, I think they're done, and, and the main reason is, um, what the hell is that kid's name? The young He looks like he's 12, plays for the Heat. Tyler Hero? Yeah, Tyler Hero. Did you see the thing? <laughs> Snarl. <laughs> <laughs> it's like did he practice that his whole life i think he did that was definitely the look he gave like whenever he got away with something to us like siblings he was like he just gave that snarl look like Haha, just or, or his mother was yelling at him from behind him and he's like making that face facing away yeah no oh, yeah the snarl that's gonna live in infamy i'm like what the heck is he doing trying to ruin his career <laughs> looks like a nut yeah yeah i say they go down one more game i i, I, I what about what about if Draja comes back do you think that helps Nope. He can't if you come back. Cold. I mean, he's got plantar fascia. He tore the whatever it was in his foot. So you you, you deal with foot problems all the time. Yeah. So let me tell you. You play a couple of minutes. You're an expert on, on foot injuries. On a, on a concrete floor, and I get it that there's a little rubber there and a little and a little wood, but that that is the most difficult sport on the human body that there is. No. He'll come back and he will be in agony. Yeah, I mean, he did try to give it a go before game four, but like you could just see in the warmups, it was not working. And he kind of gave the Tyler Hero snarl, but it was more of a, oh, this does not feel good instead of a, check it out. We're still down 2 1. <laughs> <laughs> I think if you, uh, at the end of the day, could Miami win? If, if they if, force a game six, essentially. Yeah. Yeah, they're not winning three straight, but I think no. they I think they're losing Friday night. No, yeah, I don't unless they they need another Jimmy Butler performance that he gave in game 3 where he played out of his mind putting up 40 points with a triple double and Tyler Hero has to play well. Everybody has to play like you said a level above and it's hard to do on a consistent basis. LeBron has done it most of his career. He's struggled at times in the finals, but overall he uh, performs and care- makes his teammates better. And Jimmy Butler has done that. And that's how the heat have gotten to the finals. But when you run into LeBron James and Anthony, it's a too tall of a task, I think for the heat. Yep. So I yeah, agree. A couple of one borderline getting better and one coming back, not able to play yeah. that, that level. Eh, I don't so, see yeah, it happening. I see the Lakers winning and LeBron winning number four, for his championship titles that would make him four and six in the finals, which of course is a huge topic of conversation. One thing we got to talk about, Paul is the internet. Now I like LeBron. I don't, I don't get the hate that he faces a lot of the time. Nobody, he himself has never said he's like greater than Michael Jordan. He's never said, I'm going to be greater than Michael Jordan. He's always just said, I want to play basketball. I want to try to be the best I can be. And if that's one of the greatest of all time, like, if you think that, I'll be happy with that. Like, he's always just trying to push himself to the extreme. And so far, he's done a very good job. By the time his career is over, he'll probably be number one in points. He'll be top 10 in rebounds and assists. Like, very impressive career. When it comes he, to the finals, he he's four and six. It doesn't look good. Michael Jordan, the big thing is he's six and oh. He never lost in a finals. But he didn't he have uh, what's his name there? His right hand man there? Yeah, Scotty Pippen definitely yeah. helped. Yeah. And Dennis Robin definitely helped. And when you look at it, there's probably one or t- what? The ambassador, where the hell did uh, Dennis Robin uh, go? North Korea. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Coke. So I've always I've always liked LeBron. I've never kind of gotten outside of the decision. I've never understood the Thank hate. You. That nonsense? <laughs> yes, the thing that you despise yeah. him for a while for. That's all I dislike him for. The guy's fantastic basketball player, but Jesus, let the ego check it at the door. Yes, which a lot of that was also, he was mid-20s, 
it was like yeah. the first big thing he ever had to and do. Gone. So, it, yeah, exactly. It, he came right out of high school. People knew exactly what, like he was like 24, I think, when that happened, 25. But the thing that I think people tend to forget is LeBron James is four and six in finals. Yes. The only finals he lost that he probably should have won was when he was with the Heat against the Dallas Mavericks. They probably should have won that. Most of his other NBA final losses, he dragged terrible Cav teams to the finals when he was a young player and was overmatched. Like there was just no if and or what's about it. You can't really put that on him. When you saw what Michael Jordan did without a second all-star player next to him, as in Scottie Pippen, he was out in the first round. He never made it to the finals. He never did that without Scottie Pippen. LeBron James did that. And I feel like people forget that. They just go, no, he's four and six. Like it, it, it's his, that's the number that sticks out. And it, I get it. It does make a difference in arguments. But I feel like the people that are coming out now saying there's an asterisk next to this championship if they win. It's a Mickey Mouse ring. It doesn't count. It's hilarious. Because any other team wins it, what's everybody saying? They're saying it's legit, right? Absolutely. They don't want – it's a hater thing. It is. Oh, I like you using the hater thing. You know what? Put an asterisk next to it and say these people left their families for months, played under duress, because guess what? It's just as hard to play a basketball game at the ESPN complex down in yeah. Florida as it is anywhere. And yeah, no fans, no home court advantage. Hey, I think they did a lot to have the home fans on those screens as much as it was contest. But even still, it's not, the, it's not that same feeling. It's something, but listen, they're playing their hearts out. It, yeah. There's no one on that court that isn't taking a beating. So you can say anything you want about an asterisk. I think they should stick the asterisk where the sun doesn't shine. <laughs> yes, I, I, I agree with that. I get it. I understand it. He's one of those people, when he says certain things, you're kind of like, you kind of shake your head like, all right, probably unnecessary to say. But at the same time, he's also a huge political voice for the African-American community when he doesn't have to be. He's made his money. He doesn't have to put himself out there to try to help people, to try to help people vote, to try to do these and help kids in education and create these schools and all these different things. Great things that he does. He doesn't have to, but he does. And he gets criticized for it in a lot of ways. And I just, I don't get it. But also when it comes to this championship, if they do in fact win, like we believe they do, and mostly everybody does, it's not really his fault of how the playoffs went. Because people are like, well, he didn't have to face the Clippers. He didn't have to face the Bucks or the Celtics or any of the top teams. Well, guess what? They were the number one seed. It's not their fault that Giannis and the Bucks choked against the Heat in the second round. It's not their fault that the Toronto Raptors choked or the Celtics choked against the Heat or against the Celtics. It's not his fault that the Clippers blew a 3-1 lead to the Nuggets and Kawhi Leonard and Paul George didn't make it to the Western Conference Finals to face him. Like It's it's not his fault. Damian Lillard, when they were down 3-1, got hurt and didn't play in the final game, which wouldn't have made a difference. All these different things that they all point to as, oh, he had the easiest path. It has nothing to do with him. Any team, the Warriors championship against the Cavs when they lost Kyrie Irving, Kevin Love, still counts to everybody, despite it was LeBron James and the fifth and sixth like top players on the team. Then you have the Raptors last year facing the Warriors who lost Klay Thompson and Kevin Durant. Still a legitimate title to everybody. So I, I don't get it. I don't understand it. I don't think I ever will. People are just going to hate. And that's what they do. COVID in the bubble happened to everybody. They play their hearts out every week try to even carry their water bottle and shut your mouth, no asterisk. They played in under duress in a terrible time. They deserve every bit of credit they get. And that's how I feel. Uh, clearly, we both, I, I clearly had a strong stance on this. I'm sorry, I went on a little bit of a rant there. But I hey, just, listen, it's been bothering I me. In Boston baseball. Yeah. I, I just don't know what they happened. <laughs> But well, it speak, isn't going to. That's true. Well, speaking of baseball, we'll, we'll stop with the NBA talk there because really that's all we have for I just had to go on my LeBron rant of people just need to get over it. It's impressive what he's doing. 
It'll be his third championship. It'll be a championship with three different teams, which is very hard to do. Plus, especially at the beginning of the year when everybody said they gave up too much for Anthony Davis and they weren't going to do anything, just the two of them. And here they are about to win an NBA title in the weirdest possible way possible. But they're going to do it. But we'll get into baseball because we have the division series going on, Paul. And it's getting kind of interesting because you have the Astros and Yankees still in it. You got the Athletics. So right now the series are you have the Rays and the Yankees tied one-to-one going into game three, which is starting tonight, which is Wednesday when we're recording. You have the Braves who are up 2-0 in their series against the Marlins. You have the Athletics who just stayed off elimination against the Astros by winning 9-7. to And then you have the Padres and Dodgers later. Dodgers lead that series 1-0. So Paul, quickly, we'll go through. Who do you think comes out of the Rays-Yankee series? Rays. All right. Well, I want Rays too, because well, we don't like. Want- we hate the Yankees. The Yankees. <laughs> Most people do. Braves, Marlins. I'm pretty sure the Braves are going to take care of that. They're already up 2-0. Marlins would have to win three in a row. Yeah, that's not happening. No, the Athletics, Astros. I hate to say it, probably going to be the Astros. Oh, garbage can. I know. And then Dodgers, Padres. I want it to be the Padres. That's who I have in the World Series. My other pick, the White Sox. They're already gone. You still have yours alive with the Rays and the Dodgers. So I assume you're going with the Dodgers. I am going with the Dodgers. All right. So that's what we I have going. Favorites. And I, you know, that's just how I, I pick them. I pick what I, I like. I know you do. And it just happens to be the number one seeds in each side. There you not go. Say, not saying you knew that. No, not saying you I, didn't. I'm not saying my cell phone is next to me and I'm looking at it and I'm reading predictions. Yeah. No, I'm not saying that at all. But. I do have a question for you because oh, don't make it a hard one. We're not going to go in depth for all of these because what's the point? We will go in depth on the American League Championship Series. If it ends up being the Yankees versus the Astros, who are you cheering for? Because the team that you it's the it's the trash can bangers versus in our minds the evil empire New York Yankees. Whose information is still in a sealed envelope somewhere? Yeah. Get cheating so, information. So, like, how how do you weigh that out? Like, both can't lose. Who are you going to choose if that's the case when we make a prediction if that happens? Well, I believe the Yankees cheated too, so I'm going to root for Houston. Yes, yeah, see, I agree with you there because, one, I can never root for the Yankees. I will personally bring a trash can to California and stand outside the stadium trying to predict the pitches and hit the trash can to help the Astros as much as I can. I don't think they'll invite you. As much as I hate the Astros for what they did and costing me my manager for the Boston Red Sox. Because <laughs> it doesn't sound like they're going to sign him back. I don't know why. That would be a publicity suicide. No, it would be a publicity amazingness. Alex Cora is the man. Bring him back. Just saying it now. Are they anyway. just trying to buy time his name ready? No, it's not going to be very tech either. He's, he's not prepared enough. Yeah. But as much as I hate the Astros, yeah, I'd have to go for them. It would pain me. It would absolutely pain me. No matter what, I would, we would be pulling for the National League to win the World Series. It would be hard if it's the Dodgers because Mookie winning it his first year with the Dodgers getting traded from the Red Sox would also suck. Hey, you know so, what, though? They spent money and they got some talent. Let's go Padres or Braves or or Marlins or anybody or anybody uh, one of those three or the Rays, yeah or the Athletics somehow. Did come from behind? So I I still I I the Rays the Rays and the Dodgers. I, hey, I'd watch that. I know you would. I would watch it too. But that's that's what I got for the week. I don't know. Do you have any Do you have any additional comments you would like to make for the show this week? No, I think you uh, you covered it. You uh, always cover some pretty uh, great topics. Um, I did see, hey, want to talk about NHL for one second? Sure. Oh, I think the, I know what you're going to talk about. Tuka Rask. Oh, that's no, not what I thought you were going to no, talk no. about. He has another year in his contract, and they said Tuka's going to be in net. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. I actually thought, you know what I thought you were going to talk about? Tell me. The NHL draft. The Ottawa Senators had the third pick, and fun little thing they did, because it's all online, Special guest 
made their pick. Do you know who it was? I don't. It was none other than the host of Jeopardy, Alex Trebek. And he came on with Jeopardy music and he goes, hello, everybody. Welcome to the NHL draft. Our topic for the night is the draft. And the clue is this person is being drafted by the Ottawa Senators. They played the music after like 10 seconds. He goes, the answer is, and then said the player's name. Kind of a cool thing. That is cool. It's a little that moment cool. that guy has. The rest of his life, he has Alex Trebek doing a Jeopardy thing to announce him as the number three pick overall in a draft. That's cool. That's cool. That is very cool. So props to the but NHL. But I'm glad you added that because that's a great tidbit. Yeah. So props to the NHL for having a cool little thing in their draft. A little sense of humor. Yeah. And look at us talking hockey. Right. Right. Jeez. Well, look at we'll us. talk about Tim. So let's are, never go there. We are impressive. Roger Federer, top athlete. No, we're not going to do it. We're not going to do it. But are we going to do it? We're not going to do it. Are we going to do it, Paul? No. Okay, Move we're on. not going to do it. All right. You were closing out the show. Move on. I think it's closing it. Well, look at you. I think this might be the first time you ever tell me to wrap it up. Please don't talk about tennis. Please don't talk about tennis. All right, Paul, we will wrap it up just because you asked so nicely. Everybody... This has been the Sports Dance. Paul, thank you again for joining me. Thanks, Make man. sure you lock in Paul's pick of the week, which is, again, one more time, Paul, do you remember what it is off the top of your head? No, I don't. I know you don't. <laughs> I, you, I, I know you I, have your notes. That's why I, I just wanted to see what happened. Oh, you're killing me, Greg. You're killing me. Killing you, Smalls. I'm not talking anymore. Close out the show. I'm not talking anymore? Close out the show? All right. Well, I will give everybody a quick reminder of what it is. Don't you worry, Paul. I got your back. That's what I'm here for. I'm always there for you. You, Your lock is Seattle over the Vikings to cover the point spread. So lock that in because Paul's on a hot streak right now. I think it's going to continue. Again, though, Paul, he's literally done talking. He's leaning back with his hands on his head. He's done. My name is Greg. Thanks for joining the Sports Dance. Stay happy. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Have a good one. Talk to you next week. The Sports Sports Dance. Dance.